You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me today, Justin Davis, Scoop. Brian Altano, Rap. Greg Miller. Hey! We have so much to talk about today. We gotta Including talk about what the heck happened to you? those Assassin's Creed. We gotta talk about Majora's Mask coming in 3DS. But our lead story this week I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not dead. Collarbone Scoop. I'm still here. Uh, yeah, in case you missed it, I had an accident on my scooter a couple weeks ago, broke my collarbone, was out for a week, had surgery, uh, they put a metal plate and some screws in here now, but I'm feeling pretty good, I'm on the mend. Damon, mm -hmm. can you still play video games? Yep, I can just sit on my couch like this, and I hold the controller in my lap, and I've been playing a lot of Sunset Overdrive, Great. and Spelunky, and Guacamelee, actually. Oh, Guacamelee, nice. First time playing that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a game. Fantastic. Really fantastic. Yeah. And of course, I can lay in bed and play Hearthstone on sure. my iPad. No problem. So what basically, this has done nothing to your life. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really nice. I had a lot more time to play <laughs> than, I, than I do when I'm here in the office. So. What do you think your doctor would say? Would, you, would he be... They probably wouldn't want me because it's all connected, you know? Like, I'm like... The hip bone is connected. I'm like mashing the X button and it's connected <laughs> it's to my... all kinds of stuff up here. Yeah, it's just like the screws are just like falling apart. <laughs> like, what have you been doing? They're all down here now. So do you think a big part of being a host at IGN is hand gestures, Damon? <laughs> yeah. When you're hired, you go through an extensive hand gesture yep. training. We've had to turn down so many people because they're great at speaking, but just they just stand they there just, like they this. They don't know what to do. Hands, hands in the pockets don't move. Yeah. It's a mess. No. Do you feel like it's going to influence your ability to uh, host the news? Well, so I've, when I, I've been hosting news videos with my hoodie, and I just stick my right hand in my pocket. Ooh. So hopefully mm. it's not too conspicuous. Like, uh, like you just give uh, away a secret? Yeah. That's well, a game. That's a deep. That's, that's a deep cut here for Gamescoop yeah. fans. That's, that's like that's like Bob Dole. He always had the, he did the thing. I'm you know, the pretty friendly. much like Bob Dole. 
You know what you should do? A video game journalism. You should get a big shirt with a uh, fake arm (laughs) hand, and Mm -hmm. you could just rest it on the side. And you're like, hello, and welcome to Game Scoop. (laughs) And then the other one's there, and then we could have somebody with a string that's just like... That's what I was going to say. We could have somebody behind him, and we could weaken it, Bernie's it. Perfect. I love it. With just his arm, his dead arm. Let's go get a bank loan. Arm's not dead. Arm's still alive. (laughs) Don't try to take it away from me. Anyway, I'm happy to be back. Happy to see you guys. Welcome back. We're glad you're okay. We missed you. We're all very worried. Happy to be back here with all of you viewers and listeners. Last week was an unfortunate week for me to be out. I just felt like there was a lot of news happening. Uh, Star, the name of the new Star Wars film, what, The Force Awakens? Yeah. Is that what it is? This Majora's Mass news. Uh, but first, let's talk about news this week that I'm super excited about. Just Cause 3. This Ooh. is something... Applause! Yeah! yeah. It's, it's exciting, finally, Just That's Cause messed 3. up because he can't do that. Well, hey, Damon, remember this? <laughs> I remember <laughs> doing this? You <laughs> idiot. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. I can do like a polite... like. You can do the golf oh, clap. That's good. Just Cause 3. You did a good job, but not great. <laughs> good, not great. Uh, I'm super excited about this. I, we've had a good idea that this was coming for a while. There's been lots of teases yep. uh, that developer Avalanche is working on this. Just Cause 2, one of the most fun games of last generation. Maybe an under underappreciated game. I would say so. Yeah. It got its due. I picked it up on a Steam sale for like you know yeah, three, like three bucks, bucks or something, something like that. And I feel like that's how a lot of people kind of discovered that game. A couple years after the fact. Ryan Clement's big fan, I remember. He was one he preacher, right? preacher from the mountaintop, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't read anything on IGN. I just talk to people. RIP in peace. The first Just Cause was... <laughs> Rest in peace, peace. was a last-gen launch game, or at least it was. It came out in 2006, so it was yes. very near it's the launch. It's that old? Yeah, the first Just Cause. Oh, oh the first one, okay. The first okay. one, yeah. And then Just Cause 2 was like 2010, I, I want to say. makes more sense, yeah. yeah. So I guess it makes sense. Four years. It takes four years to make these games. I put probably 100 hours into Just Cause 2, and I don't think, but I don't think I played any of the story, like beyond wow. the, the opening missions. Oh, so you just, just went, like just running around, around the island, yeah. you know, the whole point is to cause destruction and uh, damage the gov- government property. Just right. cause destruction. Yeah, just cause destruction. <laughs> Thank uh, you. The subtitle on the new one. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly what the point I was going to make, because I didn't play nearly 100 hours of it, but you know, probably 15 or 20, and I don't remember doing anything story-related in that no. game. I, I went to some hotel and rescued a guy, and then I spent the rest of the time just flying around in a jet. See, this is why I kind of like when a company takes a few years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to work on their open-world game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. GTA, you get one every five years, Just Cause every four years, something yeah. like that. Assassin's Creed every... Every six months. <laughs> every six months. <laughs> well, thank God there's a new Saints Row expansion turned into a real game every year. Yes. Yeah, yeah there's that too. I don't know. I like when things, these open world games are spaced out a little bit. But yeah, for sure. I know we're all going to be playing Watch Dogs 2 next year. Maybe take a few years. Yeah. You're not going to play Watch Dogs 2 next year. I will. Well, I'm not going to Watch Dogs 2 next year. Yeah. Yes, they will. No way. Yes, they will. There will not be Watch Dogs 2 There will Dogs be Watch Dogs 2 in 2015. All right. You saw it here. Okay. So Maybe that won't be the actual title. <laughs> nope, that was that was it. That's legality on this one. <laughs> It'll be like Watchdogs Camouflage or something. <laughs> yeah. That sounds actually realistic. It's a good name, right? I'm, I'm with Greg on this one. Really? Sorry. There will be a Watchdogs 2, just maybe not next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Just Cause 2, um, you had your grappling hook mechanic. So it was like the unique yeah. thing that they mm-hmm. did. You could grapple on the ground, right? So you had your grappling hook and your parachute. Yeah. So you could just grapple horizontally, and that would launch you into the air with your parachute, and you could uh, maneuver around the island that way. That makes thing. no sense, but it's very no, it was awesome. awesome. But it was super fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, the physics in that game made no sense, but the less sense that they made, the more fun it was. My favorite was that if you were falling without your parachute, falling at terminal velocity, if you grappled the ground and pulled yourself towards if it, you you'd be fine. Pull, hit the ground and pulled yourself into the ground, you're fine. You just had to somehow break the, the momentum of your fall. Yeah. In the fantasy <laughs> physics world of That's Just awesome. Cause 2. Yeah. 
Right, yeah, and, awesome. and there was a thing where, uh, like, the CO2 tanks, or whatever the tanks were that would explode and shoot through the air, if you grappled onto one of them, you could, you could like, go on a ride with mm-hmm. it, it would, like, take you. It would, like, you. take you on, yeah. It's great. Uh, anyway, Game Informer had the scoop on Just Cause 3, and they have, they have the first screenshots here, which we can take a look at. Uh, let's pull this up here. Ooh. Yeah, I know this is very... Set in the Mediterranean. This is very fancy. Ooh. Here, uh, new terrain tech allows for unique rock structures like <laughs> these. So now we've got some, like... Arched rock structures that we're going to be able to. I like how you're taking us on a little tour of these screenshots. Yep. Ah, oh, this is oh, the yeah. just cause I know and remember. Yeah. That is awesome. What a beautiful <laughs> moment that is. <laughs> what a great screenshot. That's probably my favorite video game screenshot of the year. Wow. And like, if this were a diff- awesome. If this were a different game, I'd be like, well, come on. He obviously just like ramped it off the road yep. and they staged yep. the screen. But it's like, nah, man. That's just <laughs> the surfing, like the car surfing into this beautiful Italian village over here. Well, Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Medici. They're stealing the air jacking mechanic from Wheelman. Yes. Uh, yeah, it seems like they're not they're not like messing with the formula too much. No. Which is fine, right? Because mm-hmm. all I want to do is run around and do crazy stuff in this game. Uh, still have the dictator statues that you can pull down. That was like a fun side mission that you can do. Well, in, now I've read somewhere that they're more fun than ever to destroy. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I hear. Uh... Oh, just one of the ways you can approach a base. This, they, it's kind of like uh, Far Cry 3, where yeah. there's all these outposts that yeah. you can approach the way that you want to. to uh, well, that's what I was going to say. I did like Just Cause 2 a lot, played it a lot, but outside of that grappling and that verticality, like flying in jets and parachuting out of it, I do feel like Far Cry 3 sort of overshadowed it in that way. Like, the gunplay in Far Cry was much better. You know, it actually told a relatively interesting yeah. story. Mm-hmm. So I hope Just Cause 3 can sort of step up, you know, its game yeah. and, and sort of compete with some of the sort of wacky, insane sure. open-world games that have come out since. Like, Just Cause 2 wasn't literally the first one because there was Saints Row, but it was, like, one of the games that sort of kicked off, like, yo, man, we're going to let you do whatever yeah, you want. do whatever the hell you want. And Take all Justin, you tools. know about these things probably better than most people at IGN, <laughs> mm. but that's it. was that one of the largest open-world <laughs> yeah, maps? Yeah, I was super terrified that you were going to say that I know about these things and I would have no idea. No, you. No, we were going to do. We were going to do a feature on it. Yeah, you. You. You're very honed in on like very sort of like. (laughs) uh, We did the day night cycles. Yeah, stuff like that. Like which game has the longest and shortest day night cycles? Like who has tallest characters? Like biggest open worlds? I think. Yeah, Just Cause Cause 2 had one of the biggest ones, right? I think so, too. Just Cause 2 has one of the biggest in-game maps of any game ever made, and they said 3 is going to be just as big, um, but it's going to feel denser because you can now go into subterranean caves and stuff like that, and the mountain peaks are higher. So there's more verticality. Um, Well, in this screenshot, we can see the fuel tank that you were talking about. But it looks like... (laughs) What is going on here? Is this cooperative play over here? Is this another player? No, it's single player only, they said. Hmm, So what's this other grapple hooker doing? That's Kratos. Looks pretty clear it's Kratos. Yeah, yeah. back there. You heard it here the first. Skin, I think the, red, so, yeah. the red paint yeah. on him. Yeah, the blades of chaos. Kratos yep. over there. I totally didn't even see that screenshot before we started. I'm so glad that that's in Liar. Now this you're, looks like You're Mad- playing T-ball out there. It's, it's just hitting home. Reminds right. me of Mad Max. And aren't they also making Mad Max, the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah they can just stop doing that. Yeah, but on this one. <laughs> Avalanche has a couple different studios. And this yeah. is their, I think their New York studio is making Just Cause. And a different team is making Mad Max. Okay. I believe. Oh, so. but what I want to point out here is that all the guns you equip show up on your body. Nice. That's really That's cool. cool. Right. Oh, wow. I like yeah. that. Really? So it's sort of, it's not like a Legend of Zelda thing where you've got it's a magical bag, bag of 500 bombs. Yeah. And- 
That's like such a weird thing cool. to harp on. I always see people seem to love in RPGs where your equipment shows up on your character. It's like, yeah. I mean, you can, if you put on your helmet, you can see it. I'm like, so? It's so realistic it's cool. when I fight yeah. this mythical dragon. It's just not one of the things that I care about at all. Yeah. For RPGs like Diablo, though, it matters. You get that new helm, you put it on, you want to see how it looks different. I just care about the stats. I think stuff like that's kind of cool. Like, horrible. I liked what they did. You're horrible. In, you're horrible. Wow. You're the horriblest. You guys are both great. <laughs> I hate all of you. I think it was cool, like in Dead Space, where they had his health on the back, like little touches yeah. like that, yeah, are yeah, kind of yeah. kind of cool well, to sure. sort of be like, oh, I wonder what weapons I'm carrying. Oh, yeah. there they are, literally right in front of me. Yeah, the only the only time I would say that I've cared about it is uh, in an MMO because then you want to show off your yeah. sparkly sword or whatever. Yep. Believe it or not, Damon, this will be the second Wheelman reference in one game scoop. Uh-huh. But for me, I never ever really thought about like weapons popping on bodies, mm-hmm. except for when it breaks the you know. The yep. look of a game. And Wheelman was that where Vin Diesel is shooting an Uzi and then he would take it and just glue it to his back and, and then run around. And I called that out in the review of like, that looks so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And people like, and I remember one of the comments that stuck me was like, in GTA, you pull a rocket launcher yeah. out of your jacket. And I was like, huh. I oh, yeah, it's you, literally like. Yes, you do. Yeah, this whole like bazooka thing. I, I forgot like, how Bugs Bunny was. that is, yeah, by yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, which yeah. Is, or it's like, it's very much a. There's a Chappelle show sketch about that. Yeah, yeah. About, the, about video games specifically? Yeah, about GTA, about weapons spawning. And I think it was Chappelle. Maybe just has his hand out and it's like it cycles through five yeah. different guns yeah and yeah it reminds me of who framed roger rabbit where somebody yeah. would just one of the weasels would just pull a tommy gun out of his shirt and it was just like six feet long yeah. what was the first wheelman reference air jacking oh they pioneered it mm-hmm. and then some other games took it I too thought that was what was hot pursuit not not hot pursuit the, the game where you were the cops and you would leap on the pursuit force pursuit force it was a playstation one psp eventually for number two like original playstation no, yeah. I think it was. Where was the first one? Was it PSP? I think was the first. PSP. One? Okay, so it was just PSP. I remember the second one being on PSP. Yeah, I wasn't great. ready to say that it was all. I think PSP. it was a PS2 game. Uh, I don't PSP. Know it was like the precursor to uh, Sleeping Dogs of leaping onto cars and like mm. taking them down. Well, no, Wheelman did all this, which is a mean thing to do. Air mm. Well, mm. I mean, you're a cop. Well, there's nicer ways to get around town. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm excited for Just Cause Three. That's coming next year. No release date yet. Uh, two games that are out now. Their release dates just passed. Are two new Assassin's <laughs> Creeds. No! Unity and Rogue. Yeah. Rouge is how it's pronounced. Rouge. Yeah, I believe Rouge. it's Rouge. Yeah. See, there it is. You it's see actually Rouge Raga. Uh, surprised that Ro- Rogue, the last gen game, is getting uh, better reviews? Not surprised at all. No. Yeah. We should point out Unity is not getting terrible reviews. Yeah. They're both getting good reviews. Uh, Rogue's just getting better reviews. Justin wants to argue. I'm, I'm saying in general, most reviews are good. Unity's Metacritic is about a 75, but... Yeah. We gave it a 7.8. We did. Cool. <laughs> no, I, are, are any of you guys playing Unity yet? No, but I, I mean, this goes to what I was saying before, right? Like, yeah, take a few years. Yep, 100%. Take Computer. a few years yeah. and be like, we're ready. Like, this game wasn't ready. And it, but it, to be fair, the team, it's not like it's the same team, like, furiously pumping out an Assassin's Creed every year. Like, they're, sure. they're staggering their teams. Like, I think they had three years to work on this one. But, I mean, so a lot of what I'm reading about this is that it's, th- like, when it really gets moving and you see a lot of things going on, it's beautiful and it's breathtaking. It's, it, it's great, but there are, there's still a lot of the same problems that the series has had for, for five years now. I, don't, like, I, I am playing Unity, and I don't care for it. You're actually. telling me you think it's the worst Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, sure, but the caveat is uh, I haven't played one since it was new. And like one is not a bad game, but it was like you know really repetitive in the one yeah, that yeah. started it all. You never played one? No, I just haven't played it since it came out. And so oh, I'm not, oh, yeah, yeah. it's either the That's worst good. or second worst Assassin's Creed in my opinion. 
Gotcha. Well, I like I have. That's the thing about these games. I have a tough time going back to them. Like I don't think I will all. I mean, I played a lot of Assassin's Creed two, but I will never play it again. Sure, and I loved it at the time, but like I'll play Wind Waker again or something like that. I feel like that game ages, you know, or like the original Doom or Tetris or something. Yeah. But I'm not going to go back and play Assassin's Creed no. one or two. No, and I, to. I actually would. I've been saying I've been having this op ed in my head that I want to write for a long time. That I wish more games gave you like the keys to the game after you beat it. Because, like, Assassin's Creed is full of, and they're huge, complex games, so I understand why, but, like, just hours of tutorials, and, like, here's yeah. this character, and here's this character, and, like, I would go back and play Assassin's Creed 2 if I could just see, like, a, like look, don't even mess with any story stuff, just, like, run around Rome, yeah. have a good time. Yeah, I like that. You and I were talking about how games should sort of have that, like, DVD menu, like, chapter Yeah, like, select, once you like meet a Zelda game, it. like, I want to play the, 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 um... Temple in Twilight Princess where you're in the snow mansion. Awesome temple. But I can't. It's like, it's like, it's 15 like 30 hours, hours into that game, yeah. and it's so I'm crazy. never going to see that temple again. It's um, crazy. Anyway, Unity is not good, in my opinion. Um, I was going to start it this weekend. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not super sensitive to frame rates. I just It's not something that I is on my radar, but this game looks... It, like I notice it. It looks yeah. framey to me. It runs poorly. I think the frame rate is not good, even on the Xbox One, which is actually better than the PS4 in this instance. So what do they do with this franchise, then? Because, I mean... I, I, I mean, they're going to react to sales. Remember, that was a statement from Ubisoft this year, right? Of, like, yeah. the guy was like, hey, if people keep buying these year Mr. after Ubisoft. year, we're going to keep... Mr. Ubisoft, of mm-hmm. course, heir to the UB fortune, was saying, you know, if people keep... If people have spoken. You're going to buy these every year, so we'll put them out <laughs> every year. Yeah. So that's two a year. If the, See, if, I was year. excited to do these murder mysteries. I thought that sounded The cool. murder mysteries are cool. So let me... I'm not wild about the game, and I actually think I'm about half... sleeping. Oh, I, God. I think I'm about halfway through it, and I don't think I'm going to play anymore because I'm enjoying Dragon Age a lot more. But uh, it does have... It's not like it's awful. Like, there's all kinds of stuff that's really good about it. The murder mysteries are super cool. Mm-hmm. And they're actually challenging. Like, what I like about them is they... Uh, like, you have to solve the puzzle. Like, it's far less handholdy than other Assassin's Creed's have been. Like, it it trusts the player to have, like, a certain amount of intelligence to just being like, go here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just go here and talk to the lady. Like, you actually have to figure out who committed these murders. And when you want to... That extends even into the campaign missions. These are all side missions. Um, in the campaign missions, like they're really wide open to tackle them however you want. Like you have to get mm-hmm. into Notre Dame, and there's like there's twelve entrances. Like find one and work it out yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that part's super cool, and I'm glad that they respect the player's intelligence more than previous AC games. But um, there's still it, too many problems for me to look past it. Sure. And, and this is coming. I just think four was so good. Well, that's like it's weird. Like the Assassin's Creed franchise. Uh, sees a lot of peaks and valleys, right? Like everyone, like people were lukewarm on one. Everybody loved two, and, and then and there then, were two uh, like spinoffs that were like pretty well received. Reminds and me a lot of, of uh, Call of Duty. People were super hyped yep. for Assassin's Creed Three, and then yeah. super disappointed. In it. Yes, yeah, totally. And then we were like, oh my gosh, Assassin's Creed Four, they're doing pirates, and they were like, whoa, that's awesome, yeah, it was really it's really good, so good. And now the next one comes out, and we're like, mm. well, that was the thing is like, if you remember for Four, like you were at that PAX where I went to play it, when I was like, I don't care about this Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and we played, it, and I was like, oh, this is amazing, this is yeah. so cool, this is so different. And then looking at this, I'm like, that could easily be Rome. Like it's not, don't get me wrong, but like just the setting isn't different enough for me to be like. Oh yeah, that looks yeah. awesome. Like I'd yeah. like we always talk about go do feudal Japan, go do something like make the games look very different and go because yeah. like I you know, I did the in five minutes story mm-hmm. script while you were hurt and it was just like first off, in the whole well, first yeah. part of it, I could have I would not have even known that was assassins <laughs> if you removed pieces of Eden. Yeah. And then it just in in four, four was like what you were talking about with just cause. 
where I played for and I did not give a rat's ass about the story. Sure. I couldn't tell you anything was happening. I just wanted to take over the map and yeah. fight mm-hmm. his ships and do all these cool things. So for if the hook is now just to continue the story, I don't care. It needs to be that it's something cool gameplay-wise. Yeah. We, uh, I actually don't know how much, since you three haven't played it yet, how much you know about this side of it. I wrote a short thing on IGN that um, even outside of all the gameplay, just sort of like Ubisoft's business decisions are like super gross. There is a treasure chest and it's strategically placed so that you can't friggin' miss it because it's right outside like your home base where you try to open it and it's like, hey, to get this treasure chest, you need to download the companion app. And I'm like, I'm like, this is horseshit. (laughs) But I moved on. And then I went to another treasure chest and it's like, hey, to open this treasure chest, you need to sign up for Assassin's Creed Initiates. I hate this stuff. Yeah. It's the worst, and you're in. This is a game that you paid sixty dollars for that spams you to sign up for Ubisoft services, and it's a game where that's in revolutionary France, and it's immersive, and you meet Napoleon, and there's five thousand NPCs on the screen, and then it yanks you out of the experience to try to get you to download this bullshit app. Like, yeah, see, the, that's my. It's actually, so gross. That's my problem with it, even more than the sort of the shoddy business aspect of it is just sort of yanking me out of yeah. the story and the world, like. There's so much world building here, and to go in and yeah. like they they took pictures all over Japan, uh, all over France, and they put they yeah. put textures in the game, mm. and it's amazing. They did history, and the thousands of people all over the world worked in this game. And then it's just like whoop, pull yeah. me right out, make me go onto my my on my laptop where I'm gonna have to type in something, and in the process of doing that, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Instead, I'm gonna go to Twitter yeah, and bitch exactly. about this. It's so why would I ever do this? I mean, what I did this is actually not an exaggeration or anything. The third time that that happened, I couldn't open a treasure chest. I turned it off and I went back to Smash Brothers. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need this yeah. in my life like I, I I kind of can't believe it and it's almost like it, it just felt so bad I've never seen something like that egregious and aggressive about like plenty of games have been like like Dead Space is a famous example of like hey you can spend some money to get ahead and it's like always been like hidden away in some corner but like Assassin's Creed Unity is so in your face about it, and I, I find it really insulting. Well, it just, you said Smash Brothers. It's like if you grabbed the Pokeball or a trophy in that game and you threw it in the ground, and it was like, hey, to see the contents of this Pokeball, yeah. <laughs> go to Nintendo, and you're like, stop! And it's like, you say that as a joke, but that's not an exaggeration. That's yeah. what Unity is. Like, you cannot 100% that game without having this ancillary bullshit. I like, saw there was even uh, there was a trophy joking about Resolution Gate. There's a trophy that says 1080p on it. That's just like... Just, just let it go. Just drop it. Uh, what about Rogue though? Rogue uh, looks great. It's it's got a higher. It's getting better reviews. Yeah, higher Metacritic. It seems like it's more uh, assassin. Uh, more for Black Flag. Yeah. yeah. It is. Uh, this isn't a value judgment, but it is um, a reskin of AC4. Like I don't know how much you guys have seen about Rogue. But well, it, that was the whole thing. They were super quiet about it. Like, yeah. it literally has, um, like, in the, the modern day elements, this is a mild spoiler, in the modern day elements, you're carrying around the exact same PDA uh-huh. that uh-huh. you are mm-hmm. in AC4. Like, okay. it's insane how much it looks exactly like AC4, but AC4 was awesome. Right. So, so, what like, did they do? Did they put a bunch of snow on AC4? Uh, yeah. Well, you're in the north, you're in the Pacific Northwest now. Okay. But you play a bad guy now. You which I think a, is interesting. You, you play, play one of the Templars, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played Rogue yet because I'm waiting. I have my fingers crossed that they're going to announce a PS4 and Xbox One. Garen they will. Effing T. They will. Yep. <laughs> it won't be for like three or four months, but yeah. yeah. So this looks like, and I mean this in a good way, not a bad way, but it looks like a glorified, huge, blown-up expansion for AC4. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it looks great. Like, I saw, yeah. I watched some gameplay of it, and like, what impresses me most, it's a little bit hard to articulate, it's that little moment where you're on your ship and it's a huge ship-to-ship battle and then you dive into the water 
And then it, that transition from like ship to water to being on foot and chasing a dude is like awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It feels really cool and epic, and like it just feels kind of magical. Yeah, I'm just not sure if I'm ready to dump a whole bunch of hours into a PS3 game like that this yeah. fall with so much other, so many other things. Yeah. Like there's a million fighting, games hitting every Tuesday. Yeah, fighting now. for my attention. It's insane how many games there are right now, and I'm I'm kind of doing the same thing where I'm like I'm just going back to Smash Brothers. Yeah. It's my comfort food. Everything else is too much. It's yeah. like. I want to start Far Cry, but I know it's going. That's going to be like forty hours of my life, and I want to play the new AC. But now I hear something a little bit worrisome about it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll wait. For me, it's Smash and Fantasy Life. Like Nintendo is kind of like saving. You know, Master Chief Collection came out, and it's completely screwed. Like you can't play. I've been trying to play that game every night for over a week, and I've never played it with another human being. Wow. Really? Like this just, is the one you were the yeah. most excited for. Yeah, yeah but yeah, just, yeah, it's just it's busted, and it, I, whatever. Like it'll be fixed whenever it gets sure. fixed, and in a month, it's not going to be a problem. But for now, I've just had like the worst. I'm like, AC was really disappointing. Couldn't play Master Chief Collection. I tried playing the first level of Call of Duty, and it glitched out on me. And I'm <laughs> Cursed! Like, and I'm like, well, back to Nintendo. Like, no speaking games speaking of which, we can't say much about it yet, but Captain Toad yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, I've been watching. Oh, man. We can't Marty. say much about it. But here's, here's a <laughs> huge word that they might use on the box without my permission. Um, yeah, look out yeah. for that one. What's That's, the release date on that one? It's uh, December, but... Uh, I think it's like the first week of December. Yeah, sounds it's, about right. It's yeah. just super excited for that Yeah, one. very, very inventive little game. Wonderful. It's yep. like 40 bucks, too. So. Yep. Uh, speaking even more about Nintendo, Majora's Mask coming yes. to 3DS next yes. year. You definitely need to get Altano's opinion because I know he's not a fan of that particular game. I wasn't, but I I remember on GameScoop a few years ago, you and I talked about, like, you were like, I love that game, but I hadn't played it in a while. And I was like, I didn't really like that game, but I hadn't played it in a while. And we were talking about doing a sort of like a book club type of thing where we brought it back and tried to play it again. That never happened. Um, (laughs) That never happened, obviously, because too many other games came out. But this is a good excuse to do it. And I I actually Mm. really enjoyed Ocarina of Time on 3DS. Um, I thought they did a great job with that port. I mean, a lot of things were still very old about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was still like the same button was to talk to people and use your sword and read a sign. So you'd walk up to a sign and you'd slash it in half yeah, by no, accident. No, like, oh, damn it. Um, like in my head, so you can play a song. In my memory, yeah. this is my favorite Zelda game. But I honestly haven't played it since it came yeah, out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, I want to see and if I, it's actually you know, has a hold up. And I have some questions about the way this is going to work because uh, fundamentally as a console game with the that three-day cycle mm-hmm. thing, I don't know how that's going to translate to a handheld in short bursts. Like, It'll be fine. Um, I mean, that part is... I'm not the world's biggest Majora's Mask fan either, but I don't think that part will be a problem. I think it's going to need some tweaking. I think that like they're going to have to do some stuff with save like, points and stuff like that. Like, really? Yeah, Why? I think so. Because um, saving in the last one in Majora's Mask was kind of weird. I mean, everything in this game is weird. They just <laughs> sucked a cow in a The trailer is so love, weird. That's I what I want. Weird the trailer is incredibly weird. If you've never played this game before, yeah. this was just like, what the... F- <laughs> yeah, yes. well, like nothing about this screams Legend of Zelda. Right? And the music playing in the background of this trailer, which we can't oh, hear man, now, it's, so it's just like... It's like weird noises and these aliens show up. And This is what I tweeted out when this was announced, was I don't really like Majora's Mask that much, but not for any reasons to do with the game's theme or like mm-hmm. its weirdness. I think all that's awesome. And like, I want the Zelda games to get like super weird and out there again and like feel on edge and uneasy and just kind of creepy. And it, that's that's when Zelda is... 
super interesting to me. There was a little bit of that edge in Twilight Princess. So what didn't you like about Majora's Mask? Um, the mechanics, just the time looping mechanics. Me neither. That, like. that was what always stopped me because I, I thought the the themes were really cool. I thought yep. the world was great. Like I, I like the idea of a weird dark Zelda that, yeah. that doesn't yeah. that doesn't go with the continuity of the other ones because it's just so strange and out there. Like that this impending doom of the moon coming down upon. Yeah, it's great. Upon. Well, wasn't this like the only not the only? Don't get me wrong, but one of them only to really have the continuity. Like you were the same Link. This was Ocarina of Time's Link. Yeah, I mean, but there's the Zelda timeline, which is a place sure. to get. I mean, that's what I loved about it, is that <laughs> yeah. I loved Ocarina it's of Time continuity, so much that but I, I got to go do something different with the same character. Yeah, I think yeah. Altana's just saying it's not in Hyrule, yeah. it's not sure. like... It, you know, that's another reason I love yeah. it, and like yeah. one of the my, my main gripes with where Zelda is, is that I feel like I hear the same story over yeah. and over and yeah. over yeah. and yeah. over. I agree so my, my problems with it really was that the actual world feels a little smaller, um, there's not as many temples, um, stuff yes. like that, and I, I didn't like getting halfway through a temple and being like, Oh, I shit, I'm out of time. Run, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get the hell out of here. That's like, what, to me, I want to get into a temple, and it's just like, I, I take my time, and I, I do my own exactly. thing. Exactly. I so. am completely with you. Like, I respect the game's vision for being like, this is stressful, and it's supposed to be stressful, kind of like in that survival horror way, where, like, you're supposed to feel this uneasiness and this race against time, and that's the yeah. game's whole point. But for me, that goes against, like, what Zelda is. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I want to be able to explore and experiment and try things. And, like, I feel like I'm punished for doing that when I play Majora's so I think you make yeah. a really good point that this has been this really beloved Zelda for a really long time. And I don't know if that's, like, just part of what we remember it to be. Mm-hmm. But when it comes out again next year, like, yeah. this will give everyone a chance to be like, oh, I was right. Or, oh, man, I was kind of off on that one. Yeah, so okay, I'll, I'll give yeah, it a it shot. comes out and everybody who loved it is like, oh, this is terrible. It might what happen. I mean, I, I think that happens a lot, right? Like, games get re-released and we go and play them again. And I'm like, sure. oh, well, the vision well, of that sense. in my head is very different than what it actually was. That's what I... You should have left the past in the past. Yeah. That's what I, uh, I've played. Um, even though Master Chief Collection has been busted, I have been playing a little bit of the campaign. Um, and in Halo 1 and 2, you can toggle between the old graphics and the new mm. graphics. And I started Halo 1, and I'm like, I'm like, man, this game looks like, I'm like, this game still looks pretty good. I want to switch to the new graphics and see how much well, better were, they look. You were on the new graphics. But I was already on the new <laughs> graphics, because in my head, like, the updated new gorgeous graphics is how that game looked, and I switched back to the old graphics, and I'm like, oh. Like, whoa. Oh, oh dear. It's like, just like a gray, just like blob, and you yeah. can't even tell, like, th- it doesn't even look like you're on a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's literally, like, they changed one. There's, like, a cork board that has things tacked to it. And in the new version, they made it, like, a hologram that's got all this, like, interesting information on it. And, like, but it, in my memories, they always looked that good. Sure. But, but Do you it, miss the cork board? I don't miss the cork board. <laughs> cork board gate. All right. Uh, we now have our first details on the Game of Thrones game from Telltale. <gasps> coming out next month, no release date, but coming soon, Telltale promises. It will be a six-episode season, Ooh. which is notable because That's one Walking Dead than... and yeah, and yeah. Uh, Wolf Among Us are both five episodes. I think seasons. everything's been five. Yeah, even Jurassic Park was too. Jurassic Park, yeah, S- Sam and Back Max. Back to the Future, Back Future was. Yeah. I wonder why. That's weird. Yeah, they just couldn't fit it all in. Maybe. Focus on House Forrester, who is a house that's not in the show, but apparently is in the books. Yeah, they're canonical. They're not like major characters or anything, but they do like exist in the universe of Game of Thrones. Mm. Mm-hmm. Their house motto is Iron from Ice. I believe they're woodworkers. Is that, is that true? That's their craft. They're up north, mm. and they uh, swear their allegiance to the Starks. Yeah, loyal to the Starks. So we'll be visiting their stronghold, but we'll also visit familiar locations like King's Landing and the Wall. Right. And then what, what was interesting to me is that the, the game picks up towards the end of season three of the TV show, 
and ends just before the beginning of season five, which will air in the spring, and I imagine the game will like run right up to that if they've timed it out smartly, right? They're, if they're smart, yeah. They're smart, but time ta- or Telltale is not timely. That's the well, main problem. I was about to yeah. say the same thing. I'm sure yeah. on paper that's what they're trying to hit. Yeah. Will they? Who knows? Yeah. I think this is awesome. I think you didn't mention it, but one of the most interesting things is that uh, you play as multiple characters, like multiple yeah. members of this house, and they're in different spots. So it's sort of set up in the same way as the books where like, a, presumably an entire uh, chapter will be from like one house forester character's point of view, and another character is on the wall, and another character is mm-hmm. in King's mm-hmm. Landing, and like... You know, it'll be these threads that, like, weave between them, but really they're each, like, giving you a window into, like, a different, you know, portion of the world and a different character. And, like, is this the first Telltale game where you play as a different character, like, each time around? Like, in each episode? Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe there's been times where you had played yeah. someone else for, like, a moment, but it is, like, different than sure. yeah. Wolf or Game of Thrones or than uh, Walking Dead. And I think that's mm-hmm. really interesting for that reason. And the Walking Dead game. Is, that, is it supposed to be set in the world of the TV show? No, it's in this TV show. It's in, in the, the comics. comics. comics That's universe. right, okay. This is in the TV show, right? Yeah, but I would... Oh, wait, is that true? Yeah. It's... This is in the TV show's continuity? That's what I was saying. Yes. So it begins at the, at the beginning, at the end of season yes. three, picks, <laughs> it goes up to the beginning of season five, which oh, is upcoming. That I didn't know, I guess. Yeah, this yeah. is HBO's Game of Thrones. This is, they're doing it with HBO. Yeah. I have completely missed that detail. Wow, okay. But surely there aren't going to be any major characters from the show in the game. Like, you're not going to have Jamie Lannister showing up played by some sound alike, right? You'd hope weird. not. Yeah. You, and you don't know what that agreement with HBO looks like, yeah. right? Maybe if HBO has their contracts drawn up right, maybe they could, but I doubt that's what happens. Yeah. I would be really surprised. Really? I mean, I'd be, I, I totally think that they would show... They'll be, they'll be like, hey, like, there'll be these guys that show up and then bounce. I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't That's, be surprised if you walk into some place, right? Hey, look, some it's point, Bran, like, and the then hound like, walks yeah. past you or something. Yeah, yeah right, sure, right, sure. little references like that. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's a... It's a huge get. It's a really big deal. Uh, I, I don't think we've ever seen... If that's really the case, then I don't think we've ever seen like a, a video game in a, in a really popular TV show so so mm. intertwined in that same way. What was that sci-fi show? Yeah. Besides the that. Defiance? The, the one Defiance. We, yeah, the one we can't name. Um, <laughs> as popular as they get. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of them exploring uh, new stories in this world that don't... That, that that aren't TV episodes because yeah. yeah. that's just like every every single thing they do on that show it costs billions of dollars so. <laughs> right and it, so it'll be interesting to see if they can reach the uh, the dramatic heights that the show reaches because every season has like a gut wrenching moment yeah right that people remember I mean, it's Telltale what's that it's I mean telltale. yeah I know, yeah so they're, they're known was... for their games having gut wrenching moments <laughs> yeah. I that's what excites me about this yeah. is like uh, telling you know stories that, with deep intertwining politics and you know not being afraid to uh, you know do super risky things with their storytelling like it seems like such a perfect fit for the way that Telltale is doing business these days like this license and yeah this it is does. interesting how it could weave in with the show though because if you know like when we all talk about Walking Dead we talk about um, decisions what we made and how they've differed but they really only impact uh, like the next chapters in the game but if they had a character here that had a different outcome that is somehow now on the show with you know a missing mm-hmm. arm or something yeah. or not a missing arm <laughs> um, spoilers uh, <laughs> to any telltale game um, then that could be kind of worrisome so I think they'll probably establish a new character and then we'll all see that character play out differently yeah, of course. I mean, this guarantees that, you know, even if someone like Apple, whatever, like Arya Stark does make an appearance in the game or any of the major characters, it guarantees that they can't have a major impact on the story because it's yeah. like, well, they can't die. Like, yeah. You know, so it, it, anything, 
super nasty that happens will have to happen to a new character. Yeah, yeah. I can't be like, I chopped off her head in that game. How come she's got a head on the show? How does it work? <laughs> uh, I still haven't beaten Walking Dead Season 2 or Wolf Among Us, actually. Come on, Damon. I know. What am I doing with my life? This Hearthstone garbage is ruining you. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in just a second. Your mother and I are going to confiscate your iPad. <laughs> Uh, Game of Thrones, Telltale's Game of Thrones begins next month. It's coming to every platform except Wii U. Did they say next month? I thought they just said soon. December. Okay. So it's coming. You, yeah, you got no facts on this one. Mm-hmm. I thought you, okay. Uh, Speaking of Hearthstone, <clears throat> 120, over 120 new cards coming in December. The game's first big real expansion. Goblins and Gnomes is what this one's called. So, yeah. uh, Goblins, huh? I was going to say, I don't really care <laughs> about this game, but that art is wonderful. Yeah, the art's really good. It's really, really nice. Yep. Uh, Justin, tell, tell us a little about this. Goblins and Gnomes have a, like a rivalry in the Warcraft universe, is that right? Yeah, that's basically it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are they fighting over resources? No, I mean, they're both sort of uh, kind of a silly race. Like, um, I mean, there's plenty of serious gnomes and serious goblins, too, but they're often played as comic relief. Gotcha. And uh, obviously, they're both diminutive races as well. And they're both the tinkerers, so that's why they have this kind of rivalry, is they're both known for um, you know, making mechanical constructions and uh, experimenting with things in that way. Gotcha. So the, the, the 120 new cards, yeah. 120 plus new cards yeah. that are coming, uh, they're slowly revealing them. Yeah. A lot of them seem to have really random sure. effects. Sure, they, they answered some of this in a Q&A. I saw it somewhere, like in some sort of official way, because Hearthstone, um, one of the only things that people complain about in that game, including me, is the randomness. Like, deal three damage to a random character. And yeah. It's like, well, like, it's just the roll of the dice, whether you win or lose often, um, which some randomness is fine. It's fun, but I feel like Hearthstone take it a little too far. Mm. And so all these new cards they're revealing are even more random, and so people were super worried. Um, Do something to someone. But, <laughs> yeah, I'll show that's exa- yeah, like. But Blizzard confirmed that they just showed off those cards uh, at BlizzCon, and then in the whole set, most of them are going to be not that way. Gotcha. Um, they look great. I mean, uh, the game... Um, it's tough to keep a card game fresh like that without a steady cadence of new content. Like, you need to mix up the metagame. Yeah, like this is one of the new ones, new cards. The Computer, re- put card on screen. Boobie, boobie. The Recombobulator, his battle cry is to transform a friendly million, minion into a random minion with the same cost. Right, so and it's When like, I look at that, it's like, I, I don't know how I would use that strategically. Like, what would I plan for? Yeah, I mean, when I saw all the new cards, I'm like, this is not tournament worthy this isn't a card that like i can rely on but it looks like a heck of a lot of fun sure that was like my reaction to all of them i'm like this looks fun this looks fun but it's not like they didn't seem appropriate for like super high level like mm. top tier play in that way although i'm sure those cards are in there too but those just aren't the ones that they were previewing so far yeah. um i like that the new cards come in a new expansion pack meaning so so um, you can spend, you know, however much money, like 99 cents or 100 gold to get a pack of cards and it'll be only Just cards the new cards. Set. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. So, because I have not quite all the old cards, but most of them. Like, I have all the commons and uncommons and mm-hmm. almost all the rares, too. Um, so, it would take me a million years to get the new ones if I right. couldn't get them in a new, yeah. in a new separate pack. So, that's smart. I'll drop, you know, whatever, 10 bucks and yeah. get the new cards. It, seems like, it just sounds like a lot of cards. Over 120 new ones, right? Like, um, it's a lot of cards. I mean, I, I think it's great. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Hearthstone's greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. Like, Ooh. the level of polish that the game has means that 
every single card has like a separate line of dialogue when you play the card, a separate yeah. line when it attacks, a, sec- a separate line when it dies. It has an animated version that's like the foil, like the heroic mm-hmm. version of the card. Mm-hmm. have to have these special animations. A lot of them have like custom attacking animations. And so it's like, it's not enough for them to just like dream up a new card and put it in the game. Like it's so much work. Sure. Like I can't imagine, okay, we have this new card, then you have these 12 steps you have to do to get the card in the game. And so for that to be 120, like, I, I don't know. I hope they can keep up that pace. Yeah. I'm sure they'll make some modifications like they had to do with Release the Hounds and Starving Buzzard. Yeah, sure. They can nerf or buff sure. them along the way. Totally. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I actually disagree completely, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your Hearthstone Game Scoop Corner. Yeah. With Justin I hate when they nerf the recombobulators. <laughs> uh, what about Towerfall? Do you guys play Towerfall? Essentially, we play Towerfall. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's old. I'm like, I was like, what have I missed? What's happening? I was like, well, let us tell you what you've missed. <laughs> it came out this year, and yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's getting an expansion. Oh, that's why it's known as sweet. Yeah. New stages, new bad guys. Yeah, new. Uh, well, oh, I love how I love. I just love oh, how this, this game, game looks. looks so yeah, good. game's amazing. This is one of my favorite games of this year. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I haven't played as much of it as I would like to because what's the it's a spec- experience? Because it's local multiplayer, and so that's the first thing that people wanted to know. And no, they're not adding any online. Yeah, multiplayer. I guess uh, that's... Yeah, but they are adding new characters and new stages and uh, some new arrow types. Interesting. Man, yeah. Towerfall was so good. This is one of those games that I don't feel like got its due. Like, we gave it a positive review, but around the office, I don't feel like it got it. Got really? Its due. Yeah, well. Yeah, we played so much Nidhogg and we're playing so much Smash now, but mm-hmm. I don't really remember. Yeah, I guess that's right. We only had like two days in the office where we played a lot yeah. of this. But we're, I feel like when right. I go to Pat, we were in that thing at PAX. I was going to say, video game Hunger Games. Yeah, Greg and I that. competed in the in the video game Hunger, Hunger Games at PAX we against won, right? a bunch of other outlets, right, we, and yeah, we, won. we won. And this was one of the uh, this is one of the games we played. And I, I remember if we won this though. No, I don't think. I think we <laughs> lost this one. Um, but what I really like about this game is there's this like sort of last hurrah that always happens where you think yeah. a character's dead <laughs> and then something explodes and kills the other guy, or yeah. like an arrow flies out of nowhere. Uh, and there, there's different weird rules, like some characters shoot arrows that. Start yeah. moving in in lefts and rights and ups and downs instead of just diagonals. So you turn a corner and an arrow shoots up and stabs some some guy in the neck. But yeah, I think what what hurt this game is that it's only local, and that immediately uh, re- constrains the amount of people that can enjoy it. Yeah, you need people in the same room as it. So it's a great party game, but I just don't think it's in a lot of people's vernacular. Of yeah. I have four people over my house. What should I play? Yeah, you know, I don't Mario Kart, it. Smash Brothers, Towerfall. Like, it's a super tiny indie game. Yeah. So t- I totally understand why it's local multiplayer. Like, it's not everybody has the resources to make sure. their game online, so I yeah. don't begrudge the game for it at all. And even from a design perspective, like, it really makes sense to have the people next to you shouting. Sure, and, yeah, that's and part of the fun, right? Um, you know, and latency would be an issue for a game that's, like, this twitchy as well. Yep. Uh, man, just watching this footage makes me want to get it going in well, so, yeah, there's a new series of sages that you play through, and the final one is called Cataclysm, and it's like, it's a roguelike, so it's procedurally generated every time. So mm-hmm. you'll have a sort of random match every time you That's play. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And then two new arrow types they're adding. There's a remote mine arrow that you can detonate, uh, and then there's a one that, uh, I forget the name of it, but it'll trap your opponent in, like, a, an orb, so they can't move for a certain nice. amount of time. Yeah, it's fun. It's good stuff. Really good, good. Happy to play more Towerfall. Damn right. Uh... Or we have to say goodbye to Justin. Let's try to wrap things up. Let's tell, oh yeah, let's bring back our new recurring segment, Scooperhero News. Mm-hmm. Greg, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? This is not confirmed, this is a rumor. Right, it's a rumor. Playing Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad movie, is right. that right? Yeah. If anybody doesn't know who Harley Quinn, or who Margot Robbie is. 
I can pull her up. She's, pull her up! She's one of the beep, most beep, 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 beautiful beep, human beings beep, beep, beep. in the history of our species. What has she been in? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall That's Street. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you. I, they, we showed the blogger image. I read the story. Like, yeah. okay, but I, didn't, I had to run away before I caught where she'd been in. Now I know who she is. Yes, so. one of the most beautiful human beings on the planet. <laughs> in, in the history of our species. But why I really like her is not just because she's, like, gorgeous and she's funny, but she's also, like, very sassy in that movie. Like, the way yeah. she, yeah. she just, like... There are scenes in that movie where she has complete control over Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's yeah. not just because of her stunning looks. It's because like she knows how to put put her foot down and take take care of this guy and mm. really beat him around. Um, and I like that idea of her coming on screen and being kind of menacing because that's what I always liked about Harley Quinn is that she's completely unpredictable and she's insane, but she is like she's she plays next to Joker as somebody who's a little more rational. Like you can kind of have a conversation with her, whereas Joker will just kill you. Um, but I like that because I think she's very she's very multidimensional. So she's a perfect character for that. Yeah. Uh, as for the movie, I have no hope in it. Well, <laughs> no hope. What do you mean, Jared Leto? Maybe as Joker. That's awesome. That could be really cool. That is awesome. I think That'd it's great amazing. casting. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great casting. Yeah. What does Joker have to do? What do they have to yeah. do with the Suicide Squad though? What, why not? I mean, okay. I mean, okay. like, why not? I mean, you figure like Suicide Squad is similar to a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing, right? If you just talk yeah. about if you to the regular consumer, you present the regular cast yeah, of the sure. Suicide Squad, that's gonna be rough. You put Joker in the trailer or whatever that he's maybe he's not on the Suicide Squad. He's you know Harley's going out doing something for it, and they have that like run in thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I just want to mention my good personal friend Ryan Scott, former IGN employee, mm-hmm. is the guy who has made the most wiki contributions to the Suicide Squad Wikipedia page. Really? Did he, did he ever do the Suicide Squad <laughs> podcast he was talking to me about? I'm, sh- I'm sure he did. He or wanted he to do it where he was going to go back and read every ep- ep- issue of Suicide Squad and do a podcast yeah. about it. So, I, I mean, like, he's, he's tried to explain it all to me. The Suicide yeah. <laughs> Suicide that's, Pod. There you go. That's really a free good. one, Ryan, if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all really cool. I just, like, my... My my excitement for comic book movies is always it's very low, and yeah, then, sure. then I get to be yeah. pleasantly surprised when it does. Do you think she has to do get. like a special voice? That's what I that's what I'm wondering. Like I at a glance, so. she looks like you could dress her up as Harley Quinn. That would work, but like the voice is a big deal. Yeah, her voice is a big deal, yeah. and just sort of her like affectations and her mannerisms. Like she's pretty cool, common collected in Wolf of Wall Street. So I don't. I mean, I don't know if I've I haven't seen her. Act that over the top yeah. way. That I mean, the thing about is. it too is like, it, I mean, it's a different interpretation of the character. Sure. Like, There's it's, gonna, it's going to yeah. be weird if she doesn't do the Mr. J and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, also like it's a movie, and if you're trying to well, suspend disbelief or whatever, well, right? <laughs> Heath Ledger's Joker wasn't Cesar Romero's Joker, and we can get over that. But for this, yeah. we only know one interpretation of Harley really because she was invented in the animated series and then has just proliferated. From well, it, yeah, from the animated series to the the video games have just been uh, getting increasingly more over the top. Mm-hmm. So to see them like kind of really pull it back could be interesting if they go kind of like messed up dark with it like they did with the Joker. That's yeah. like a really good point that we all thought the Joker was this like gig- giggling, laughing clown and mm-hmm. then they just went super psychotic with it. Yeah. Uh, so that could be cool. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't picture her her doing the Mr. J. I know, right? <laughs> it's just weird to me. But I mean, weirder things have happened. Yeah. That, that movie's supposed to come out in twenty seventeen, maybe. Yeah. Some well, I'll be dead. Twenty forty five. Yeah. Although someone on Twitter pointed out to the other day that we're basically now five years away from twenty twenty. Which is crazy. How crazy is that? When I was re- when they were announcing movies and they were like, 2020, I was like, that's so far. That's not that far away. Oh I had to do God. a thing on IGN the other day and I had to do the math and figure out if the TV show The Wonder Years was on TV today, it would take place in 1994. That's awesome. They should need to make that show. What? You're going to have to explain that yeah, one. Because it's so The Wonder Years was like 1988 and then it, was, it took place in 1968. The show was on uh, in 88 yeah. and it took place in 68. So if the show was on in 2014, it would be 1994 would be... 
This kid's wonder years. Oh. Kevin, stop playing with your gas. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s. No, I won't buy you a Sega CD. <laughs> uh, all right, now what about this? Computer, let's bring up this photo. Beep, boop, beep, what do we think boop, about boop, this, Greg? She looks awesome. Yeah? yeah. Who's this? This is this Laurel is, from Arrow. Yeah, I don't know, do you watch Arrow? No. She's black. Spoilers, yeah. everybody. She's taking on the mantle of Black Canary, which yeah. we all knew would happen based on episode one, so no big deal. But yeah, now you get there, and like it's. I think she looks way more badass than her sister did in the Black yeah. Canary outfit. She's an absolutely gorgeous actress. I don't remember her name. Katie, Katie, Ka- Katie Cassidy. Cassidy. Um, yeah. She's David Cassidy's daughter. A little trivia for you. Um, gorgeous. I think Laurel, her character, is just the worst. Yeah, yeah Laurel that's has had the, a rough go of it. That's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So have you ever watched the show? I, I like. I, I think I've told you guys. I've watched like the first five episodes, and everybody was like. Go back and like get through the next few, and then it gets really, really good. So yeah. I will someday. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm pretty much out of all my favorite shows are are over or ending. Uh, oh, um, start watching Supernatural like me. Oh, I can't do that. That's, that's, that's anyway, it's only ten seasons. That, yeah, that's a lot to unpack when I see something like that. But Laurel takes there. a turn for the worse in season two. And yeah. Just, okay. And you hope get, this is her, her, her path to I rebounding. Mean, yeah. Though, right? yeah. But even like the way that I'm, uh, I think I'm one or two episodes behind this season. So maybe things are already better. But like even the way that she's trying to like rebound now is just annoying and terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. And it's not just me. It's like my wife too. Like whatever yeah. she comes on screen, uh, my wife's just like, oh, oh yeah. Laurel. My, my girlfriend is the you same suck. way. Yeah. She had a rough go in season two. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. Is a canary crime fighter getting trained by a wildcat? Why not? She's going to give her dad. Arrow she's is... going to give her dad a heart. I know, right? His <laughs> pills. Where is his, where is his <laughs> pill, Floral? Arrow's much better than the Flash. Much better. Yeah, it's had more time. I like the Flash though. I'm still behind. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't caught up my DVR. I've been traveling a lot. Uh, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. Real quick before we hey, leave listeners. Here. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Ish did. Ish, Ish. Is, Ish is short for Ishmael. Yeah. A star of Last of Us. The Moby Dick um, joke. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, I need some help. My girlfriend, who lives with me, does not like violent video games, especially ones with guns. She was mugged growing up. Oh. <laughs> I like how that's the route she went. She could have been a crime fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She does not like me playing any games with guns, which hurts since I love Halo, Uncharted, Call of Duty, etc. I do not want to upset her, and I still play them when she's not here, which is also hard since we only have a studio apartment. That's, that's tough for two people living mm-hmm. in a studio apartment. Yeah. I try to squeeze in an hour of Destiny and Call of Duty when I can, but I'm told to turn it off because she gets uncomfortable. What games do you recommend for me to play around her? Excluding the obvious Nintendo games. Platformer's not a pl- problem, I have almost... Everything. Going back to what Brian said about the, <laughs> the supernatural, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says, uh, he says she likes Game of Thrones, vampires, and werewolves. So she's okay with fantasy stuff, not like real-world gun stuff, I guess. Oh, of course. She, I'm sorry. She, of course, she got mugged as a child by a soldier in an exosuit <laughs> who took her money with a machine gun and then sprung onto the roof. Yeah, and a plasma pistol shooting aliens, yeah. popping their shields. I'm more concerned about... This relationship. Exactly. I period. was thinking the yep. same thing. Yep, yep. When wow. I hear that, it's like, well, I mean, right, like, this is his hobby. This is something he enjoys. You know, I mean, like you, you guys game... want to read this one on Super Knockin' Beats? <laughs> <laughs> the Game Scoop jokey answer would be like, you got a dropper and play your violent video games. So it's like, no, you yeah. need to have like a real, honest, open dialogue with your girlfriend about like, this is what you I'd can't like take to away do. this so, thing yeah. that you love. Honestly, but you also need to respect. I, I wonder if it, if this is uh, if if this is visually based or this is also sound because that's a big mm. problem with sure. shooting games in general is that the noise they make 
is obnoxious to somebody not playing them. Sure. Like, if you're playing GTA or Call of Duty, it's just sirens and screaming and exploding and yelling and guns blaring, and it's horrible. And if you're playing Captain Toad's Treasure Trackers, it's like, and some guy collects a couple of gems and there's Which is, coins. Now that you mentioned it, equally annoying. If it was just Justin and I, no, that's not even an exaggeration. That's exactly that's exactly how it sounds, actually. But that problem is fixed by wearing headphones. Yeah. A, well, sure. Sure. So, like, sure. So, so I was going to say, like, maybe tiny stopgap, start with that solution, get some surround sound headphones or something, get something to kind of encapsulate it in. Uh, but I would also, that's like... That's such a good point. That's really smart. It's like, forget violent video games at all. Just you live in a studio apartment. Play games yeah. with headphones. Well, yeah. Games with headphones. Like, and also, can you guys save up a little money and get, like, a one-bedroom? Like where you can have at least three, a, a wall in between you while you're playing games. I'm, if you're looking for some money, uh, GameStop will buy Destiny for four dollars. Four dollars. So, is that true? That, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, I thought that's, that was like a story I missed. No. Um, yeah, I think that's a start. Like, it just and it's also, it's also sort of like I, I feel like it's mindful of anybody's time when you live in a small apartment. I mean, I live in a one bedroom apartment, but my you know my wife and I will go in the other room and say uh, she's if she's watching. Something on like Bravo, and every four minutes there's that dumb announcement. It's like only on Bravo. I'm like, can you turn yeah. it down? Because I don't want to hear that. Like, I have triggers where I was robbed by the Bravo guy when I was mm-hmm. five. So mm-hmm. it's it's a problem for me. Which one? Uh, Andy <laughs> Cohen. But if we were going to answer his question, what nonviolent games would we recommend? I don't know. This year I've been playing a lot of Splunky, yeah, Hearthstone. Mario Currently Kart. playing Guacamelee. Yeah, Mario Kart's a yeah, great game. The, the uh, qualifier of not the obvious Nintendo stuff makes it really challenging. Actually. Yeah, Lego Batman Three. Yeah, yeah, the Lego games are great. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have guns, but they're cartoon guns. Dragon Age Mostly Inquisition is so and she gets, good. Yeah, if she gets Fancy upset game. about that. Then she'd be like, "Well, see, Batman's parents got mugged, and he yeah, look what look he did in his life. Get an RPG, get Skyrim, get Dragon Age. <laughs> We're living in a <laughs> you're really studio. Not letting this girl get away with this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Spoiler alert: Your relationship's not going to last, probably. It doesn't sound like she's that supportive of you. Oh, ish. Sorry, ish. Bad news for the That's ish. What we're the friends here to tell you. Relationship scoop. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I just think you should... Uh, tone, give me the email. Tone uh, down your uh, annoying murder games. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear those that's, things. That's pretty much what video games... So she's not supportive of him. Like, what about him being supportive of her and saying, sorry, I won't cause you a panic attack Well, no, actually, like, like, side note, Justin and I were talking about this, I think, sometime last year, but uh, it... We were, I forget when we were talking about this, but it was sort of about how like the point of most video games is, shooty shooty. is, is to murder something, right? Yeah. In some way. Like, it's they're all conflict. Some, yeah, they're all conflict. It's almost impossible, unless you're talking about like puzzle games, yeah. to, to make a game where, like even in Captain Toad, like yep. you, can, you can throw turnips at guys and kill them, or you can walk off a ledge and stomp on somebody. Yep. Like, and it's not the point of the game. You can passively walk around everyone, but... You can kill people in that game. Well, it's because every game, like a video game by definition, has to be a challenge that you overcome. Conflict. And unless it's like deleting blocks and Tetris, like it does yeah. need to be some kind of conflict. Even if it's cartoony and family-friendly Disney-style like a Nintendo or GTA, they're still based all around that core yeah. concept. Here's my problem and the trigger for me. I try to squeeze in an hour of Destiny and Call of Duty when I can, but I'm told to turn it off because she gets uncomfortable. I'm told yeah. to turn it off. Oh, so you're her dog. Great. <laughs> Just like I tell Pertillo not to bark at the door. Like, I'm, there needs to be a dialogue, and if there there's not a, a dialogue, there's some pro- There's this is the layer of that the is, problems that are below the surface. I, I, you, totally, I totally disagree. They're neat, they don't talk to each other. I, maybe. When you're, I, when you're in yeah. a relationship, you're not like an individual anymore. You're part of a team. Yeah. Right. You need to do what's best for the team and advance the team. And like that's how you need to think Especially about it. Especially if the team is in an apartment the size of At no point am I saying the couches. correct thing is to play games all the time. Fuck her. 
I'm saying they should each talk to each other about it. Sure. Not that he should be told yeah. to stop playing games, and he should feel like, well, what do I do? I gotta write in, like, talk to her. You're upset about it. She's upset about it. Why aren't we talking? Yeah. So uh, I had some, I had some uh, family members over after my wedding the other day, yeah. and uh, it was like a couple days later, and like my brother and his wife were over, and we had, uh, we were going through the TV and trying to find something on Netflix. And um, it went past Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And my brother's wife was like, can you please change the thing? And we were, we were just like, we're just reading the description. I'm trying to figure out if this is the, like, the, ni- the Toby Hooper Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre or the new bullshit remake one. And she was like, please get that off the screen. I can't look at that. And we were like, okay. And we changed it. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. He's got to deal with something like that a lot because she just doesn't ha- she's an aversion to horror movies. Yeah. But he shouldn't divorce her. <laughs> Because of that, but it was just was, something that. But she, if he was in love with horror movies and he had to try to fit them into these small windows or whatever, he would he'd have wa- a conversation about. Well, it, no, then he? he would have to watch them an hour at a time. <laughs> what a way to live. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ish. We hope you can resolve your problem. Figure out a way to write us in. Write in and let us know. Yeah, let us know how it's going. In a year, write us in. Let us know. Six mm-hmm. months, maybe. Yeah. See if the relationship is still going. I don't know, if you're in like close quarters like that, a handheld device is a good gaming solution, right? Yeah. 3DS, Vita, an iPad. That way it's just, just you. It's That's just actually you a great in the point. game, right? Use remote play, get a Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Get headphones, get a Vita, play Call of Duty all night long, let her change the input to whatever else she wants to watch. Yeah. Bra- Bravo, Bravo. Bravo. Starring Andy Cohen. You know what's surprisingly good? I don't think this is on Bravo. Maybe it is on Bravo. <laughs> MasterChef Junior. Yeah. Big it's fan. so good. Big Isn't fan. that Fox? I think it's Fox. These kids are like eight years old, yeah, and amazing. they make these incredible dishes. They, they cook better than people I it know. It makes you feel like such a complete adults. failure. Yeah. You're just like, I cannot do anything <laughs> remotely that cool. I mean, I cook a lot, and I watch that show, and I'm like, well, I should just quit, because yeah. this child is yeah. running circles around me. Master Chef Junior. It's really, it's really good. Scoop from David Hatfield. All right, I think that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Greg. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.